Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So in just a few days, we will be um, marking the 10th year, the 10-year anniversary um, that will mark, you know, where we were glued to our sets. What were we watching? Oh, yes. We were watching a jet plane um, crash land into the icy Hudson River. You will recall U.S. Flight 1549, a flight that should have crashed that day, but it did not. And that was thanks, of course, in uh, much in part to the steady hand and, and the very steely resolve of the captain, a pilot we would come to know as Captain Sully. But not only did that plane not crash... Everyone did get off alive. And one of those people was a guy named Dave Sanderson. He, like many on that flight, uh, had buckled in that day for what should have been a very routine business flight. But then within minutes of takeoff, he was told by the captain to brace for impact. Miracle on the Hudson survivor Dave Sanderson joins me now. Dave, as someone who is absolutely terrified of flying, I've always been very curious of what it would be like if I heard the words that you did on that day, being told to, you know, essentially get ready for what could be the end of your life. What was that moment like for you? I think uh, the moment when the captain said, this is your captain, brace for impact, the moment I think I realized it was uh, extremely serious. That was probably the moment. And, um, you know, at that point, Kaylee, I started, I started to pray because you know, I didn't think uh, things were probably going to turn out the way they did. So I just uh, I did what I was sort of growing up doing. I, you know, when you get in a tough situation, you better pray and hopefully uh, get yourself right with your creator. The yeah the the anniversary coming up on the fifteenth um, certainly where everyone will remember you know the ten years ago where they were moments for that flight because really essentially captain who we've the captain who we've now you know come to know as Sully um, averted a, a disaster that really should have happened it really should not have ended that way right. and it did when that moment comes and you look back at it with this much um, time between what happened that day and to where you are in life now. Does it really play out the way they say it does, where you see your life flash before you, you kind of look at all the moments of your life? Is it that changing for you, for someone? Oh, that's a really interesting question, Alex, because I tell people that last moment after we crossed over the George Washington Bridge and before we crashed, uh, landed into the Hudson River, that was when I saw my life pass before my eyes. I saw things with clarity. Uh, so I think that was my moment when I sort of saw that, but over, reflecting over the last 10 years, I want to be actually, you know, by the water where it happened uh, next Tuesday at that time. Uh, I have an immense sense of gratitude, that, number one, that I'm alive, but second, all the things that I've been able to do and all the people I've been able to meet and impact, that, and for all the passengers that I think, that, you know, the, the babies that were born since mm-hmm. then that would never had a life if this didn't happen the way it did. So I think there's an immense amount of gratitude. You were traveling for business that day. You're on what should have been a very normal kind of regular flight. What's it like? Um, I mean, you know, you're now flying across the country. You speak. You, you do all sorts of public events and that. So, so flying is still a part of your life. How did you manage to get back on a plane? 
Well, it's, it's interesting. The next day, candidly, I was just being told to get back on the plane to go home. So I was being sort of managed. But, you know, the next week I flew on business to Michigan. And it, it was, I wouldn't say terrifying, Alex. I would say I was nervous. Uh, and because I was in the back of the plane, it was the week after. I should have been on a plane, probably. But uh, that was probably the most challenging. But I tell folks that uh, you just got to get back on the horse. And if I didn't have done, had not done that, then I may have never flown again, which means I would have probably had to change careers and probably had a different life. It's crazy. I mean, you were the last person to get out of that um, that that aircraft that was sitting in the frigid cold waters. Um, when, you know, if the crash didn't kill everyone on board, then then the threat was we're all going to drown or freeze to death. Um, what was that like when you actually survive it, and then you got the next chapter to go through? Yeah, the captain was the last person. I was one of the last passengers off the plane. So yeah, so that was you know it was. Um, you know, when I got down and got out to the ferry, finally, it took about seven minutes because I was in uh, waist-deep, uh, 36 Fahrenheit water for, you know, approximately about seven minutes. I get back, I get on the ferry, get back to shore. Um, it was moving pretty quick, but that next day, that's when I started really realizing that night that what really happened and um, started putting things really in, in perspective that, wow, what what just happened is a miracle because it just, it, things in life just don't work out that way. So. It's just, um, you know, that next day when I, I was I was getting back and getting home and saw my family, I was I think that's a, a, so emotional because I shouldn't have been back. I this whole thing shouldn't have happened the way it did. And I was very grateful that I had that opportunity. Clearly, faith is something that you turn to in life. Um, how has how did that day uh, change? your life? I mean, you get through the kind of shock of the event, the news coverage, and then the headlines start to die down. How did it change you? I mean, did it, uh, how did it change your life in the positive? Well, that's a great question. But I think two things that I, I realized, number one, that I was scheduling pretty much my entire time around my business. And mm. If we had to do, if I had to do a business thing, I would schedule that before I would schedule a family Commitment, and I missed a lot of time seeing my my at that point my two eldest girls grow up. So number one, it allowed me to readjust and have a focus on you know scheduling my family first before my business. But second, is a little more you know introspective. That you know I think my worldview around how to how to go about treating people because you know I, I start realizing that I, I probably was pretty judgmental. I'm not really proud to say that, but I probably judge a situation pretty quick. But I realized going through this, that everybody's got a new, a different backstory. And if you don't know somebody's backstory, how can you start judging somebody? And I've become so much less judgmental mm-hmm. that now it's opened up so many new relationships. And that's, I think, been one of the greatest gifts I've received out of this. Interesting that you say you've become so much less uh, judgmental when we're living, I think, in a time where people are so yep. judgmental and so quick to jump on each other. I mean, social media has left us, I think, more divided now than ever before. And here you, uh, you know, come forward with a, a life, uh, you know, a possible tragedy that makes you see life completely the other way. So it's almost like, do we all need that jolt to, to make us realize it's not so bad? Yeah, I you know, I, that's a great, great way to approach it because I, I don't know if we need a jolt, but maybe some of us, like myself, I needed probably that jolt to say, you know, uh, I've got, I, I, many times in my life, I probably shut off relationships because I would judge people or things too quickly. And I think, you know, sometimes you need that jolt to say, you know what, you know, other people have, have situations they're going through too. And if 
you sort of step back and give them the benefit of the doubt until you get to really know them, um, all of a sudden, you know, things not only open up, but relationships open up. Do you have PTSD, or did you suffer much of that? Yeah, you know, people kept telling me I'd be depressed or have it, but I didn't. And I did an interview about that on AARP magazine in the United States. And I talked about that. It's like, you know, I didn't think I had it um, because I had one of the things I got to do very quickly is I went to get out to speak. And I think when you go through something like this, whatever a traumatic life event you may have, whether it's a wildfire, a hurricane, a plane crash, whatever it may be, if you go out and get it out of your body quickly, start speaking about it. Yeah, I think you can process it better and have a better opportunity not to have PTSD. Where I, some of the people I've talked to, they have kept it in their body so long. It's like, why did this happen to me? And keep keep running it through their mind, and they simply can't get out of it. So I think the opportunity to go out and speak helped me to process it quickly, so I didn't have it. Do you keep in touch with anybody? I mean, are there people that you met that day that you made a connection with? I mean, is this a tight crew, or has everyone kind of gone off to do their own thing? There's, I think everybody is very, and will always be connected by this, but I'm, I'm pretty close to the gentleman who I was in the hospital with. He, he lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, like I do, and we, uh, we stay in touch. He's, uh, he's retired from his job, and he's traveling the world right now, and he marries kids off, and I stay in touch with him about that, and we, uh, I'm very blessed that he and I have been able to get uh, pretty close because we both had a very similar situation. Uh, we ended up in the same hospital. We went to the same place, and we lived pretty close to each other, so... I would say we, everybody has a connection, but I think that he's probably my closest connection. And what about Captain Sully? Do you keep in touch with him? Not so much anymore. I met him a couple of times right after, but I don't keep in touch with him uh, too much, no. Wow. So what will you do when uh, the anniversary hits on, on the 10th, or on the 15th, rather? Well, I, I, what we're going to do is I'm going to be actually spending it in, in uh, northern New Jersey, at Edgewater, New Jersey. I'm doing it. Uh, an event with the Rotary Foundation to raise money for their medical slash hospital foundation fund. Um, you know, I, I spend, Alex, the 15th of January every year doing some a fundraiser someplace, and this year I want to do it to help the hospital so people who are go through a situation like I went through, they will have the funds to be able to service those people. So I'll be in northern New Jersey, uh, back where the uh, plane crashed, uh, right there outside of uh, on the Hudson River and doing a fundraiser that evening. When you look back over all this time, what is the big takeaway for you? I mean, there could be probably a dozen takeaways from, you know, U.S. Flight 1549, you know, when, you know, either hitting the water or what you went through. But what what is it um, when you look back at that time of the big takeaway for you? Well, I think there's a lot of, I mean, one of the biggest takeaways is you can't take life for granted. You know, when you're going through life, and that's why we named my book Moments Matter, because we all of a sudden you realize that, all these moments in your life that you've had that you candidly don't think that are important were put in your life for a reason. And there'll be a time in your life when all of a sudden it'll all come together why those moments were there. So either where you can do something or be able to talk to somebody to be able to survive something. And I think that was one of the biggest takeaways that I had. Moments in life. Well, Dave, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate that very much. And uh, we'll be thinking about you on the anniversary of... Uh what is known as Miracle on the Hudson uh, River. Thank you so much. Thank you, Alex, for having me. Dave Sanderson joining me. I'll be thinking of him next time I fly in a plane, frankly. <laughs> Honestly, I would never get, he would never get me on a plane again. I flew over the holidays. I was terrified. Every bump, every, every I got stuck in the bathroom and there was turbulence. I, well, I won't finish that. But anyway, I'm terrified.
Uh, you can, of course, read his book if you're if you're curious about uh, the book Moments Matter. It's uh, on Amazon. His uh, he's got a website set up, Dave Dave Sanderson Speaks dot com. But yeah, n- not many can say I survived a plane crash. Not just a plane crash. We're, like this was a major major plane crash. When you get on May Day, when your plane gets on May Day and you can live to see the episode. You're you're a lucky person. Here on Point, I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.